Welcome to Speaking of Travel with Marilyn Ball. Sit back and be carried away to places around the world and right here in our own backyard. No passport required. Hi, this is Marilyn Ball, and you're listening to Speaking of Travel right here on News Radio 570 WWNC and 880 The Revolution. Speaking of Travel is brought to you by Appalachian Realty. They've been helping people call Asheville home since 1979. And remember, you can go to the all new Speaking of Travel website, speakingoftravel.net. It's full of great travel information, links to all the podcasts, travel photos, and so much more. Just visit speakingoftravel.net. No passport required. And remember, you can listen anywhere, anytime in the whole wide world on your free iHeartRadio app. Well, you know, sometimes our travel dreams are so strong. It's about all we can think about. Seeing yourself on a beach somewhere or maybe walking through the streets of Paris or maybe just visiting the Grand Canyon. Unfortunately, there's this perception, especially among Americans, that travel is some huge undertaking and incredibly expensive. Well, it can be if you choose to make it that way. But travel can really be affordable if you plan for it and prioritize it in your life. Well, my guests today right here in the studio are Jamie Bird and Adam Cohen, an awesome couple who have made travel a priority. They're here to talk to us about how they saved money to travel and how it's actually been less expensive for them to travel as nomads than it is living right here in the United States. Welcome back to the show, you guys. Thank you, Marilyn. Thanks for having us. Oh, it's so awesome. You know, because you're awesome. Last (laughs) time we talked, you were living in Mexico. You had been out and about for quite some time, but your home base is here in Asheville, North Carolina, and you've been back for a while, and... Here you are in the studio. It's so great to have you here. Yes, we're so happy to be here. Thanks for inviting us. It's great to be actually face-to-face with you. I know, it's great. (laughs) But you're getting ready to pack it up and get out there on the road again, right? Definitely. It's time for us to save some more money. Yeah. Well, I want to find out more about that because, you know, we're all kind of locked into our lives. We get... I don't know, we get in a mortgage, we have bills to pay, we have, you know, things to do, and it always seems like, oh, the money issue, I really want to take this big dream trip, or I want to travel a little, but I don't have the money. Really a perception that I think has just been in people's heads for so long, you're here to tell us that might not be true. Well, and I think you've said it perfectly the way in your introduction there, because it it is absolutely a perception. And I think that you can overcome that if you choose to. And I do think, you know, I think we talked about this before. Travel's not for everybody. So I think if you really do want to travel and you love to travel, you will make it a priority. And when you make it a priority, there are lots of ways to do it on a budget without it being you know, sleeping in, you know, on the ground somewhere or staying in a in a bug infested hostel. You know, there are so many alternatives now. And today it's just gotten a lot easier for people to travel on a budget. But I do believe it is it is a mindset and it's a mindset with how you live your life. So it is about becoming more simple, simplifying your life, being a little more minimal um, without being completely minimalistic <laughs> and um, and just being open to a lot of opportunities that you don't think about 
normally. So, well, I'm curious, you know, as somebody who has, um, I spent a lot of years not traveling. You know, I was married. I had, you know, a family. There were just so many things that came first. Sure. Um, but then things changed. You know, the kid grew <laughs> up. Life changed, and travel started to become more of a what if? What if I? What if I went to Italy, or what if I went to one of these places I'd only heard about? If if there are other people listening right now who are in that position of hmm. How do I even get my foot wet? You know, how do I even dip into this? What what advice would you give? Well, we have a lot of advice that we'll probably give here. But the first one is don't wait. <laughs> is uh, start now. Um, the first the, the the first step to going forward is taking a first step, I guess. Right. So that's my first piece of advice. Um, and then. You know, we have a lot of other financial advice to give people, but I think the most important thing is just getting started, saying you want to do it, deciding you're going to do it. And it's amazing that once we kind of make those plans or those goals, things fall into place for us. All of a sudden, um, you found out your uncle from somebody's cousin, blah, 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 has a house in Tuscany, and he would love to have you come and stay. And if you didn't decide you wanted to go to Italy, that may have never came into your, you know, your world, because you may not have mentioned to somebody, I'm thinking of going to Italy. Oh, do you know that Bob lives there? Blah, blah, blah. So I think a lot of it is just getting started, making the plan, and, um, and then it's so many uh, opportunities for cheap flights these days and things like that and uh, cheap places to stay now with the Internet and Airbnb and all these other options um, that it's kind of, you know, it, this is why people are traveling so more so much more because it is available more to us than it was before. You know, it's way easier and um, and it's cheaper. So the first thing is, yeah, get started. Just say, I'm going to do it and, and then start planning. You know, it's interesting because I just had um, an inquiry from one of our listeners who sent me a, a message and said, hey, Marilyn, I'm turning 50 this year and I've never really traveled I really want to do something for my birthday and step out. <laughs> that gets me excited to hear I know, somebody and, say that. And I'm so excited to have you here because, you know, some of her concerns were, how do I do it? What do I do? Where do I start? How yeah. do I budget? And th the information is out there. When you guys first started traveling, how how did you go about it? What was your kind it, of jumping off it point? It was a little more difficult for us in the beginning. We had um, we we started traveling when we had money <laughs> in the good days, <laughs> and so we were kind of doing more, you know, nice hotels, and and we had a much bigger budget. Um, but at the same time, we also had more things to address. We had a business that we were running, so we had to find time off and. It was a jumping off point for us to go, wow, we really love this. Let's do more of this. How do we go ahead and do that? And I think that's when the, the planning has actually begun. Um, because as I think, you know, one of the one of the reoccurring themes that's probably going to come from this podcast is uh, it's all about planning. And if you plan now, then you're going to save money. 
because with that plan, you can start taking steps, still having flexibility, but knowing that you're not going to be put in a bind where all of a sudden you're spending $300 on uh, an expensive hotel room in Copenhagen. But but we're also see I think we've changed our life don't you think so Adam so much so that we're like we're not in a position where we're just taking a trip and then coming back and then kind of trying to put our life like pick up where we left off um, we we have changed our life as a priority to be travelers and then everything else is secondary so there's that I think if people are looking for a vacation or they want to go for a few weeks somewhere I think that's a totally different conversation and I really do think that's just a matter of going online planning a trip uh, saving some money and going um, it's that simple but but I think you know when we're talking about how what we've been doing, we're more. Um, it's our lifestyle. It is our lifestyle, and so and that's that's the difference. And I think that kind of thing because see, we had to get rid of that business, which is why when he brought up, you know, we had a business. When can we get time off? How do we get vacation time? Well, we did that for a while, and that wasn't really working for us. So now we reverse that. It's like when do we have time to work? When do we vacation to work? <laughs> well, it sounds like the planning portion of the program is what's so critically important. So when we come back from the break, let's pick up right there and talk about how somebody can start planning. I love the idea that, hey, I've gone on vacation a few times. I really love it. Now I want to move more into traveling, maybe less into working, or how do I make that balance? Exactly. So we'll pick up right there when we come back from the break. Thanks Great. so much, both of you, Jamie and Adam, for oh, being on the show. Thanks, Marilyn. We love being here. Yay. Well, this is Marilyn Ball. You're listening to Speaking of Travel. We'll be back right after the break. As Elite Airways starts its descent into Vero Beach, Florida, passengers will realize this is no typical Florida beach town. It's a hidden gem on Florida's Atlantic coast, where its beauty goes far beyond the beach, where culture, eco-adventure, and pure relaxation await you, and where there are no high-rises to spoil the sunrises. Discover the one destination that's a natural for your next vacation. Discover Vero Beach today. People call Asheville home for all different reasons, and they all mean a better quality of living that reflects their very own uniqueness. Whether you're looking for a funky loft in downtown Asheville, an arts and crafts bungalow in a walkable community, or a small farm to create your own artistic legacy, Appalachian Realty Associates will help you find properties as unique as you. Visit them at AppalachianRealty.com or at their welcoming bungalow office office on Arlington Street, right near downtown. Appalachian Realty, helping people call Asheville home since 1979. Fly me to the moon, let me play among the stars. Welcome back to Speaking of Travel. I'm your host, Marilyn Ball. You're listening right here on News Radio 570 WWNC and 880 The Revolution. And remember, if you're coming to Asheville and you want to buy a house or buy the farm, I'll tell you where you need to go. You need to go to Appalachian Realty. They've been helping people call Asheville home since 1979. They've got the cutest bungalow right off of Charlotte Street on Arlington. It's 
Been there since 1979, Appalachian Realty. And remember, go to the new Speaking of Travel website. That's speakingoftravel.net. You'll find photos and podcast links. So much is there. I can't wait for you to visit. Leave some comments. Post some posts. It'll be fun. We can start a, a nice exchange right there on the website. <laughs> well, speaking of exchanges right here, we're having a lovely conversation with Jamie We're having Bird. a blast in here, actually. Yay. We're trying to not laugh so hard. I so. know. It's great. And Adam <laughs> Cohen, both of you, welcome. Thank I'm you. so glad to have you in the studio because you're going to be out and about and gone yeah, we're out of knows? here really soon. Really soon. For well, at least a year, if not a couple of years. So, wow. Yeah. Well, before the break, we were talking about kind of getting planning. You know, how are we going to start planning? Some people are, you know, they're going on vacations or not even at that point of going on a vacation yet, but really wanting to travel. Well, you mentioned your friend earlier um, that was asking um uh, how you know how did she get started and and Adam just reminded me at the break that getting a travel buddy is a really great idea for a lot of people and I think I think women especially that are now you know over fifty that would like to start traveling and um, I I can't suggest that enough I think there's so many of us wanting to do that that you can find someone I'm sure there's even a Facebook page for it you know probably travel buddies or I know that there's this there's several great websites for women that travel and a lot of the women there connect with each other to be travel buddies but you can also you know find them through couchsurfing.com I think they're .com now right yeah. okay and um and other resources but I think that's a really good idea as far as starting um you know do you have something Adam about like suggestion for somebody like that because I know what we're going to talk about here is mostly getting into kind of how do you save money. Well, you know, as you said, the first thing is just deciding I want to go. I want to go somewhere. And once you do, then you start making your plan. And I think it's it's good to just start touching on some of the points because each one of these points is can, we can go on and on about so many of these. Well, but, we think the first thing that's important for people other than getting started is to um, pay off all your debts. If you can do that, uh, that's our, our other biggest advice. Not everybody can do that. And that's why I'm saying if you want to just take a vacation – I think that's a totally different situation. But but I think if you want to start being a traveler and you want to be more nomadic or you just want to travel more often, um, I think paying off all your debts will be one of your biggest things that you can do for yourself, that, other than it's a great thing for your life, too. And, and that really <laughs> should be a top priority because it's specifically consumer debt, because that's the one that's the most expensive. We all may have mortgages or uh, loans from college, uh, et cetera. But if you pay off that very expensive consumer debt, uh, that's automatically money in your pocket that you can use for travel. And then and then I think starting a travel fund is really probably one of the other biggest advices we give people is just start contributing to that um, once you've made a plan. And, and I think you do need to make a plan of like how when you would like to start that traveling. Um, if you want to take a, a one year off to go around the world, then, yeah, it's let's say I'm going to start that in 2020. And and from here on, just start. Making that your plan, your priority, <clears throat> starting the travel fund where you're putting a lot of money into that fund every month. And that also brings to the point of like 
simplifying your life. You want to start spending less, obviously. You want to, um, if you can, downsize your living situation. I would say, you know, if you're living in a large home or you're paying a lot of rent, it might be time to move in with a roommate. Um, It might be time to just live in a, a less expensive kind of environment. Um, and and then we have something we call filling the money holes. And Adam had pegged this <laughs> expression a long time ago. And basically that's filling up all these places. Our money is slowly being drained out of monthly. And it's mostly like things like subscriptions, but like Netflix, Amazon Prime, uh, Spotify, all these things that we're, we're, we're j- we always think, oh, it's just $10 a month or it's only $5 a month. And really, those are adding up to so much money. And when you get rid of those or downsize them or find free alternatives, because there's so many free alternatives out there to a lot of this stuff, that you are saving a tremendous amount of money annually. And that's how you have to look at it. This whole concept of this is how much I'm spending monthly. You really have to start thinking what how much money is going out annually. And then that's how you can start saving a lot more money. And this, of course, brings up the whole concept of, you know, no more expensive coffees and all these excesses that we do. Um, And, you know, eating out, drinking at all the great breweries. Sorry, Asheville, but you have great breweries. But man, it has been draining us dry living here. (laughs) So absolutely, you know, cutting back on those things. And we're not saying you go to a complete minimalistic lifestyle where you're sitting in a white room with five shirts in your closet, but you're, you're living a little more simply. You're finding alternatives to these, to these entertainment concepts that you need. Um, and, um, and definitely with food and and drink, because the other big thing that that we've done that has saved us a lot of money throughout the years is learning to cook. And and I think that that's a huge thing. If you don't know how to cook, you should learn to cook. And it's a great thing when you're traveling because you get to spend all this time shopping locally. You get to go to these beautiful markets. I'm sorry I'm doing all the talking here. And um, I'm trying to touch all these bases very quickly. But you you meet people. It's so, it's so great. And then you're eating locally. You're eating things that are in season, which is also tastes completely different than the things you buy here at the supermarket. And... Um, and you're and you're saving so much money because the biggest expense other than lodging for a lot of people when they travel is eating out. And um, and it's one of the expenses here in the United States that um, is is one of the things that that that's another way how we save money by not living here is because we're, we're you know, we eat, we make our own food and we cook. But. That helps. And then and then, you know, sharing meals with other people, obviously, too. That's another thing to do while you're traveling. But I also just feel like if you can just cut back on those things and not feel deprived because I there's a line. You shouldn't feel like, you know, you're living amongst life um, while you're trying to save money to travel. But there are so many alternatives out there that nobody thinks of. So it's a matter of just kind of getting a grip of those things. Stop spending money on things that you may not even be enjoying anymore. Um, I mean, at one point I asked my dad about uh, all his television subscriptions. He's like, I don't even watch any of that. And when he looked it up, he was paying $50 a month for these packages that he never watches. And 
you know, that is $600 a year. That's a, that's a plane ticket to Europe. Right. <laughs> for well, this, two. For two, exactly. <laughs> well, when we come back, I want to talk about that. Like, okay, so this is the most important part is really taking a, a moment and doing some self-reflection. Mm-hmm. Like, where am I in Evaluating my life? Evaluating those yeah. things, yeah. You know, looking at your personal cash flow, if you will. Yeah, and, and taking control of that. And taking control of it and saying, hey, you know, I'm I'm ready to start this journey of shifting. I'm going to do it one step at a time. That might be just eating at home Exactly. One more night a week than exactly. I usually do. Exactly. It's baby steps. It is baby steps. And I love that. So when we come back from the break, let's take that baby step and then <laughs> look at, okay, we've made these changes. We're making these plans. Where do I go next? How do I go next? Great. Awesome. Well, thank you both for being here, Jamie and Adam. Adam, when we come back from the break, I want to hear talk. your voice. <laughs> it's all right. This is great information. Thank you both for being here. Hey, this is Marilyn Ball. You're listening to Speaking of Travel. We'll be back right after the break. People call Asheville home for all different reasons, and they all mean a better quality of living that reflects their very own uniqueness. Whether you're looking for a funky loft in downtown Asheville, an arts and crafts bungalow in a walkable community, or a small farm to create your own artistic legacy, Appalachian Realty Associates will help you find properties as unique as you. Visit them at AppalachianRealty.com or at their welcoming bungalow office on Arlington Street, right near downtown. Appalachian Realty, helping people call Asheville home since 1979. As Elite Airways starts its descent into Vero Beach, Florida, passengers will realize this is no typical Florida beach town. It's a hidden gem on Florida's Atlantic coast, where its beauty goes far beyond the beach, where culture, eco-adventure, and pure relaxation await you, and where there are no high-rises to spoil the sunrises. Discover the one destination that's a natural for your next vacation. Discover Vero Beach today. Fly me to the moon. Let me play among the stars. Welcome back to Speaking of Travel. I'm your host, Marilyn Ball, and you're listening to News Radio 570 WWNC and 880 The Revolution. Remember, Speaking of Travel is brought to you by Appalachian Realty. And remember this, you can listen anywhere, anytime in the whole wide world on your free iHeartRadio app. So be sure you download that so that anywhere you are in the whole wide world, you can listen to Speaking of Travel and get some great travel insights and inspiration as we are right here today with Jamie Bird and Adam Cohen. Thank you both for being here in the studio today. Thanks, Marilyn. This is so much fun. I feel like we should be <laughs> having some espresso or something. Like yeah, we're in a or cafe. free beer. We're right. Free beer. Yeah, that's always the best. <laughs> well, you know what you've been talking about is so important because really the bottom line is even if you don't want to travel, you still want to be able to kind of shift that lifestyle a little bit so that you can be more independent and have a more independent lifestyle, which is what you both have done over the years. So let's continue on that kind of vein in that vein that, okay, we've 
taken a look. You know, we've taken a step back, started to eat in a little bit more, started to maybe, you know, pick up a DVD versus sitting in a movie theater and paying, you know, 20 plus bucks to see a movie and eat popcorn. And yeah, and over co- time, you start saving money. You really do. It's it's kind of a crazy thing that you don't realize is happening. Right. So where do you go from there? Well, I, I think one of the things we learned initially when we first traveled is we wanted to see everything. And so we went out and we were moving around constantly and moving around constantly. You spend more money. Very expensive. But we also recognize quickly that we weren't having genuine experiences. So we started, which has now really become our philosophy, philosophy, which is we travel slower. And, you know, I want to touch base, too, on even like learning to cook. When you travel slower, we get involved in communities. And next thing we know, we find a cooking club that everybody gets together and once a month, we find a country and we all learn how to cook food from that particular country. And so we're not just like staying home in our apartments, saving money, not doing anything. We're actually going out and we're having genuine interactions with people. We're having cultural exchanges. We're meeting locals. And then we go out into the markets looking for these ingredients, which sometimes can be a challenge when you're doing stuff like that. But the whole concept is really just travel slower and have more experiences. And and that's really been a, a big thing for us. I think that's a good point. And I know we talked about that last time, but I think it's it's important to emphasize that that's the kind of not just travelers, but the kind of people we are, just we want more experiences. And so I think that's a really good thing to just talk about if it, I think travelers are like that, generally speaking, um, that most of them are much more into having an experience. But but if you are trying to cover all of Europe in two weeks, you are not getting any of those experiences. You're just checking things off a bucket list and you will miss out. Not only that, it will cost a lot and it's exhausting. You'll need a vacation when you get home. So there's no doubt that that the slower travel is 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 just a lifestyle choice, too, I think, like what we've been talking talking about with money as well. Absolutely. I mean, the world, it's a, it's a huge place. And no matter how fast or slow you travel, you're never going to see it all. <laughs> and so don't, we don't even try anymore. Uh, we, we, we really try to learn about cultures. And, and, and that's really what we love about travel so much is that we just get to meet really interesting people living on this planet, doing things that we do or not do and see that, you know, there's other ways in the world to do things. And so that's really kind of fascinating for us. Well, when you travel and and you're thinking about, all right, well, we're ready to have uh, a new experience. How do you decide where you're going to go? That's a really good question. Um, it's often very random, but it's usually do you, do you agree with this? It's usually based on another suggestion from somebody else or something else that just keeps coming up in our radar. Um, uh, it's, it, it's like will be a repeated thing that just keeps coming up. And so we will look into that. Or we also, because we do so much house sitting, it might be because of a house sitting situation that might pop up in a place we never thought of. Um, and so that can kind of, you know, 
attract us to go. I mean, what? How else do you think, Adam, that we do that? It's it's really what you say. It's just when Random. something comes our way, or maybe it's a job or something interesting that just captivates our attention, or oh. something <laughs> like this the site that you just right. Found. Well, one of the things I was going to mention too is um, talking about finding cheap accommodations. And and I think, um, I'm sorry, cheap flights, excuse me, um, that when you are using, if you, if you kind of approach where you want to go or what you want to do based on maybe a cheap flight opposed to the other way around, opposed to I want to go to Italy like your friend and I can only go in August or, you know, she's going to pay a lot of money to have to go to Italy. But if you if it's February and you've got a you see these cheap flights that wow, you can get to Amsterdam for $300 round trip from New York City or Boston or or wherever or even Atlanta. I've seen them for that. You buy it then and then you know, you you can still put the ticket out for next summer or you know, often it has quite a big window. But there are, you know, the with 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 Google Flights now, there's an amazing way to keep track of that. Plus there's this amazing website I'm going to share um which is Scott's Cheap Flights. And if you don't know about Scott, uh you need to Check him out because he's awesome and sign up for his annual very cheap uh, membership. But if you don't want to pay the $40 a year, uh, he you can sign up for free and he will send you regular postings of flights that are just super cheap right now. And there could be for a number of reasons. It could be even a mistake the airlines are making. It could be for any reason. And literally, I just seen a flight round trip to Tokyo for less than $350 from, you know, Atlanta. <laughs> well, we had actually Scott on the show. I love Scott. I love Scott, too, don't we, Randy? We love Scott. Absolutely. <laughs> and I get his emails, and they're fantastic yes. deals. Yeah. yeah, they are fantastic and deals. And now I highly recommend just looking at those be- and then that's how you get to Europe. Now. I have a friend, a couple friends, uh, who are going to Paris Later this year, by uh, Scott, Scott finding, finding a, their flight. Yeah, yeah. for three, it was three hundred dollars round trip. It's unbelievable, and and I verified these these flights and the prices, and they are real, and um, and I will be using them now all the time. And so, so that's one thing. And so, what the idea is to is to kind of let Scott tell you where you should go. <laughs> You know, stop making that like, oh, I got to go here because I always wanted to see Machu Picchu. You know, how about Scott just gave you a flight to Tokyo? Why don't you go visit Japan instead, you know, for a little while? And a lot of times you can just jump off. You you get your flight to Paris and then you get on a train and you go somewhere else. Exactly. And European travel is, is quite easy and reasonable to a certain degree. And um, especially Eastern Europe, of course. And, and, um, so it's, it's in, in inner flights are really, you know, very cheap, just like in Mexico, our, our inner flights or in Southeast Asia, they can be $30 to just go fly across, you know, from Thailand to Vietnam. <laughs> so it's, uh, you know, it's it's about buying those inner flights. Once you are somewhere, get there and then kind of just buy the transportation when you're there. And then, of course, there's tons of other things transportation wise. What is the place that or now the ride sharing thing? And Oh, there's there's a great blah, blah, there's right? a great site called uh, Blah Blah Car. 
and uh, they're a ride-sharing site, and you can get in somebody's car who's going from one city to the next. And I don't think they're here in the United States yet. Uh, I've seen them in Mexico, and I know they're in Europe, and they're— There's several others, too. There's like 50 or 80 different countries that I've seen on their app, but uh, that's another great site to, to check out. But there's more than just blah, blah. I think that there's several other companies that are doing that car sharing is what they're calling it, yeah. So there are a lot of ways that you can really incorporate this budget, mm-hmm. slow travel— all together to to really create a new lifestyle. So when we come back from the break, let's talk more about that. I want to I want to do this, and I think there are a lot of people who <laughs> want to do us, it. Right? I will definitely. <laughs> well, thank you both for being on the show. It's so exciting. I'm going to miss you when you're gone. We'll come to Mexico. We will. We'll okay. Come. All right. Well, this is Marilyn Ball. We'll be back right after the break. People call Asheville home for all different reasons, and they all mean a better quality of living that reflects their very own uniqueness. Whether you're looking for a funky loft in downtown Asheville, an arts and crafts bungalow in a walkable community, or a small farm to create your own artistic legacy, Appalachian Realty Associates will help you find properties as unique as you. Visit them at AppalachianRealty.com or at their welcoming bungalow office on Arlington Street, right near downtown. Appalachian Realty, helping people call Asheville home since 1979. As Elite Airways starts its descent into Vero Beach, Florida, passengers will realize this is no typical Florida beach town. It's a hidden gem on Florida's Atlantic coast, where its beauty goes far beyond the beach, where culture, eco-adventure, and pure relaxation await you, and where there are no high-rises to spoil the sunrises. Discover the one destination that's a natural for your next vacation. Discover Vero Beach today. Fly me to the moon. Let me play among the stars. Let Welcome back to Speaking of Travel. I'm your host, Marilyn Ball. You're listening right here on News Radio 570 WWNC and 880 The Revolution. Remember, Speaking of Travel is brought to you by Appalachian Realty. And remember, you can listen anywhere, anytime in the whole wide world on your free iHeartRadio app. And listen, let me just tell you one little thing. We are getting ready to do a great giveaway to Vero Beach, Florida. Now, Vero Beach is this really cool beach town, and they have flights now coming in and out of Asheville on Elite Airways, and they are giving away a trip for two to Vero Beach. So stay tuned. Be sure to visit the speakingoftravel.net website for more info. One of you is going to win a trip for two to Vero Beach, Florida, a really great place to visit. Well, right here in the studio today, I have Jamie Bird, Adam Cohen, some awesome travelers, good friends now. It's so great getting to know you and loving what you're telling us about because it's so important for people just to be able to take a moment and think, okay, how do I want to make my lifestyle a little bit more, I don't know, independent um, and travel, get some travel in. You're doing it. You're doing it kind of full-time almost. Yeah, I'd say we are doing it full-time for sure. And um, I think anyone can. It's not as difficult 
uh, like we said earlier, it is a mindset. So um, there's just all these different things to take into account when you want to make something your priority. Um, but we wanted to we were going to talk a little bit about some of the reasons that or how we spend less. Um, well, first of all, we can't get microbrews. Um, so we're we save a lot from that by not being here. Um, <laughs> but one of the biggest thing is, is we don't usually have a car. Um, so all of that expenses has been eliminated. Um, most, so- most of the world, you don't need a car. Uh, transportation is usually uh, readily available and inexpensive. Uh, and, and if you're not moving around a lot as well, you most likely you're living closer to where you want to be. So you're walking more. And it's just it's getting it's exercise. Getting exercise. <laughs> yeah. So it's that's one of the things that we really love uh, is just not having to have a car. And then you don't have the maintenance on it. You're not you're not doing a commute daily, so you're saving a lot of money on gas, of course, and um, and all these other transportation expenses. Um, and since we are we do travel slower, we stay put a lot, and we're not really doing a lot of uh, transportation. Um, and so we walk a lot, and we like yeah, and take cabs that are very inexpensive or buses and things like that. Um, or we get rides from friends that we meet. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people love to give you rides when they have cars. <laughs> that sounds great. <laughs> and then I think food and drink is a lot cheaper uh, where we go. Usually all the countries that we do travel to, our dollar kind of goes a little further. So, And those are places obviously like Mexico or Southeast Asia or Central or South America or Eastern Europe. Um, And so eating in those places can be significantly cheaper. Um, And eating locally. And as Jamie had mentioned before, going to the markets and learning to cook, all those things really have saved us tremendous amounts of money over the years. Um, And I think, you know, one of the – and I may have mentioned this before in our last time we were here, but I think it's important to re-mention when you are traveling, you're limited to how much you can carry. And so therefore you have less stuff. And so you can only have so many clothes. You can only have so many electronics. And so you're going to consume less of that, which means you're buying less. And that's been a really – big deal for us. And you really find out you don't need so much. Uh, And it's a way to save tons of money by traveling. And it sounds to me, too, that you were talking about attraction, you know, being able to attract where where you're going to end up or you know, things are going to come to you because you're paying attention. You're putting it out there. And you're putting it out there that being able to travel this way, you had talked about meeting other people and you know, learning about new cultures, but here are people who live in this same type of lifestyle. So it's like there you you feel. I would imagine you would feel more comfortable. You're around people who don't have so much stuff. That's absolutely <laughs> the case. Definitely, there is. You know, I, we we hate to talk about that because so many people get very uncomfortable with the whole concept of minimalist minimalism or you know getting rid of their stuff and and we have such a strong attachment to it and we certainly understand that with coming back here and kind of getting rid of more of our stuff that is accumulated at our house but um it is probably one of the biggest freeing things which is why when we travel that was always our main thing when we would come home 
we were always so happy that we had been living with one or two bags and that was it. And and we suddenly came back to all of our stuff, which was quite overwhelming. And it's not for everybody. Like we say, you know, some people, they need their stuff and we totally understand that. But for us, it's it's not as important. So, well, let me ask you this, because you've been talking about living on the, you know, on a, a lesser income, if you will, or lesser um, cash flow. But where is the cash flow coming just to support even a, a lesser lifestyle? Right. Well, with with most people that are doing this, they are digital nomads, as you already know. Um, that's the number one <laughs> way people are making their money. Um, and then other people, they've like like the like your friends from New York, they they just probably saved a lot and they put it in the market. And and again, there's all these creative ways of doing it. We are digital nomads as well. And so um, what we're what we do is we are doing things that while we're working, I mean, while we're traveling, we're working um, and it's generating a small amount of income. It's not enough to live here. But it's plenty for us to live in these other countries. And so it's a way for us to be able to continue to do what we're doing um, without being on an extreme budget. But we are absolutely still on a budget for sure. And um, but I think, you know, there's a lot of opportunities out there today. I see this regularly on on uh, Facebook groups, especially for women that are doing more digital nomad type of work and a lot of personal assistance work. Um, and there's just, there, there's, there's an abundance of things out there now that, and more and more people are working online. So it, the fact that they're just doing that even while they live here, uh, means they can do that anywhere as long as they have an internet connection. So I think so that's, you can do it. You can do it. And I think there's a lot of opportunities out there if you really, you know, one of the things is, is to start working somehow in freelancing, whatever that is. You know, if you want to write, there's ways to do that. If you want to, you know, build websites or, or, or do photography or whatever it is that you really enjoy doing, there are ways to, to market that and freelance it and start doing that and hopefully building a business out of it. Well, speaking of that, how will people find you let's let's get some info on how to look at you know keeping in touch with you and kind of seeing what jamie and adam are up to these days yeah. <laughs> um you can go to our website that would be the first place uh, i would send you and it's uh, jamiebird.com slash blog and you spell my name like jaime so j-a-i-m-e byrd.com slash blog and and there you'll get a prompt to uh, sign up or look at what we're doing and um, and we'll send you more information. I'm going to start putting a lot of this stuff together and more of my other things into it, like ebooks so I can offer people some free stuff as well. Oh, that sounds great. And you do video work too. Yes, that's that's primarily what we're doing. Like mm -hmm. like travel photographers, we're doing travel video. Yeah. Awesome. So that's a great way. I know I've been following you for a while now to kind of see where you are and and allow us to experience that with you. How great. fun. You guys are having a blast. I'm just so inspired and I'm ready to kind of 
I don't know. You can always take another look at how much stuff you have, how much money you need, how to cut back. You know, you can keep doing it. It's it, a constant evaluation, I think. It yeah. is, right. And I evaluate it every time I come back. And <laughs> I bet. Well, you're getting ready to go off. You're going to be, yep. be going back to Mexico, yep. sounds, for a while. And then who knows where you're going to be next, right? Exactly. We were thinking about spending next summer in Europe, but we also mm-hmm. may go back to Southeast Asia or Indonesia. We're leaving it open and seeing what opportunities come our way because sometimes something we hadn't thought of comes knocking on our door and it's, it's true. the best thing that we're doing. So, Well, the best part is you're prepared. Yeah, you're I think prepared. So. I, yeah. Got a, I got a pair of jeans. Well, there you go. You're ready to go, the traveling jeans. <laughs> well, thank you both for being here today. It's really been such a blast. And, Thanks, Marilyn. And such a good learning experience, too, I think, to hear it from you guys who have been out there. You, you, I know you're we're saying the it. same thing over and over again. You but, can never say but, it too much. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you. Safe travels to you. Let's stay in touch. That's J A I M E B R Y D B Y B Y R D. Yep. Dot com slash blog. blog. Mm -hmm. We'll be there. Yep. Sounds great. Thank you both. Safe travels. Thanks, Thanks, Marilyn. Hey, this is Marilyn Ball. You've been listening to Speaking of Travel. Listen, start your week off by thinking about what can I cut back? Just one thing. Pick one thing that you can cut back on. And remember, don't postpone joy. 